0: Hello, welcome to the Social Sunday podcast and welcome to the final episode of this season and of the year. I really hope you've enjoyed these episodes and thank you so much for listening and supporting them. Now in this final episode I have an interview with Liz Mosley, and she shares so much useful information about branding and you will definitely want to get on Canva after this. I really hope you enjoy it. Hi Liz.
1: Hi, thanks for having me.
0: Thank you for coming. How are you
1: today? Yeah good thanks. Uh, got a lot of pre-Christmas deadlines but apart from that all good.
0: That's exciting. This is my last podcast now before Christmas, the end of the season so yeah I'm excited for some time off.
1: Yeah me too.
0: No it'd be good. Um, would you like to start by telling us about you and what you do?
1: Yeah, sure. So my name's Liz Mosley and I'm a graphic designer and I but I specialize in like branding for small businesses um but also do a lot of animated GIFs for businesses mm. as well so like Instagram stickers um and then other you know like other design jobs as well but those are the kind of main things and I also host a podcast um (laughs) called Building Your Brand and then I have a couple of courses that I run as well so lots of different things going on.
0: (laughs) That's amazing how did you go from doing like they're just the branding work to moving into the courses because I've got your gift course and I'm really excited to do that between Christmas and New Year and make some like gifts for my business. But yeah, I'm really interested to see how you went from that to the courses. Well, so the gift
1: the gift course is what started it all so basically last year this is going to be like the whole history of the gifts <laughs> but like so i i i feel like i was one of the last people ever to actually have the GIF functionality on instagram so i was always okay. like jealously watching everybody else put these really cool gifts anyway when i finally got it i was like i want to make my own <laughs> so i worked out how to make my own and i designed like a bunch of them they were like really um they were quite simple they were m- basically mainly just white and they were like wiggling like text basically (laughs) and um loads of people then messaged me and were like oh we really like them you know all of the other gifts are sort of not really our style um but these are sort of like more minimal so anyway loads of people use them and then I basically got to like a billion (sighs) views they count it in views I think that just means like how many times someone's like accessed your gift hmm. So it had like a billion views, and so then um, I don't know if you've heard of an organisation called Creative Mornings.
0: Yes, I've been to some. Have movie. you Cardiff? Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay, so
1: basically, <laughs> um, Melin, who ran the Creative Mornings in Cardiff at the time, was like, "Would you consider doing a field trip?" So basically, what, oh, during the pandemic, they have these field trips which used to be in person, where like a bunch of people would go visit a particular place that would be interesting, maybe like someone's studio or something like that. Anyway, obviously they had to take them all online. And so she was like, Would you be interested in doing a field trip? And I was just, and I was sort of like in a phase of my business where I was like, okay, I just need to like try new things, do yeah. new things, go for it. Um, and I'd done some like online workshops, but not anything very big. Um, and so I was like, okay, I'll go for it. And I was like, well, I could teach people how to make a gif. And so I did it and basically over 300 people from around the world turned up to this field trip where Ooh. I taught them how to make a gift and so I was telling my friend Manekha, um, who has like an online business about this I was actually at the time I was doing a course with her all about marketing and I told her about it and she was like you have to do a course and so <laughs> yeah. I was like Okay, I'll do a course, and so I basically like set myself a deadline. Um, I'm very bad at getting things done unless I have a deadline. So what I had to do was like announce to the world it was coming and what date it was coming on. So then I had to do it. So it was a bit stressful in the lead up, but then it happened. So then that's how I did the gift course, and then I've done another course since then. But that I feel like that was that was the sort of catalyst for it. And also, I think a big part of the course thing for me has been. I get a lot of inquiries from people who like, don't have the budget at Mm -hmm. that point to maybe get me to do their branding or to get me to do their gifts or, you know, whatever, which is totally understandable. You know, everyone's at different phases of business when they can invest in that sort of thing. So I thought actually creating courses just means I can help more people so I can, you know, do my one-to-one client work, but I can also teach people how to do things themselves if they're not at the point of outsourcing
0: yeah that's really interesting um I was going to ask you actually what what can small businesses do if they don't have a massive budget because obviously a lot of us know that branding is important and a we don't know where to start and then we find out where to start and then we don't know how to afford it so what can they do if if they can't afford to work one-to-one with you maybe
1: yeah that's That's a good question. I think it's a tricky one. I think it's a tricky one for small businesses to know when's the right time to like invest in it. Because I think branding is something that's really important Mm. for businesses. Just because there's so many businesses out there, like you need to make sure that you sort of stand out and are distinctive from other people. But definitely, you know, not everyone has the budget to like spend thousands of pounds on it. So there's a few different things Um, that they can do so one option is you can buy like semi-customizable logos so they're kind of like logos that have already been designed but then your like color palette and your business name gets put into them Uh, the only thing with that to consider is whether the person is like sells them multiple times because Mm -hmm. otherwise then other people might end up with a really similar logo to you so that's one route that you can go down um another route I'm actually running so my other course is a course called design your own branding which basically teaches people how to create their own branding so it's like a 12-week course with like loads of support um you know you get to learn how to use, like, the tools to, like, you know, design, um, but also we do loads of behind, behind the scenes, you know, the more sort of, like, fan, foundational stuff of branding, like, brand yeah. values and things like that. But anyway, so that's, like, another option if you feel like you'd like to do it yourself, because some people, um, you know, like, are really creative and so feel yeah. like actually having control of, like, creating their own branding would be really fun, but they just don't know where mm. to start. Um, like another option is to just keep it really simple Um, you know like potentially even just buying a really nice font and just having a really simple written out logo you know coming up with some colors the the key thing is keeping things consistent so um, you know once you've got a few sort of elements in place just using them consistently um, can be really helpful so I think if you don't yeah if you don't have the budget I would definitely recommend just keeping things simple um, not trying to do anything too complicated
0: yeah
1: um, so I think those are the options but yeah it is it is a tricky one if you don't have a budget
0: <laughs> yeah definitely it's interesting because Tom is a graphic designer my partner and sometimes he will work with people who know exactly the logo and the brand that they want they literally mm. maybe have even drawn it out and said I want this but you know nice yeah, and yeah. Then, so, some people have no idea whatsoever and it's kind of picking out the bits of what they've said to what they actually want and I remember mm. when we first met um and before he did my branding I'd made my logo on powerpoint and um I'd picked the colour British Racing Green because I knew that if I forgot the colour code, I'd always be able to Google it and it would come up <laughs> with British Racing Green. I and love Tom that. was like, no, not, I'm not having that at all. Um, <laughs> I love the thought
1: process though. <laughs> I know.
0: I thought it was smart. Um, but yeah, I think I've realised how important the brand is for my business as well and how it's helped me grow. But why do you think that a brand is even important in the first place for a small business.
1: So I think ultimately it's what like distinguishes you from your competitors, like mm. what distinguishes you from another business. So it has like a few different roles. I mean, design and branding is all about communicating a message effectively. So your like your visual branding, cause there's more to branding than just sort of the design elements, but your visual branding is a tool Um to communicate what people can expect from your business so you know the whole like cliche don't judge a book by its cover like that is what we're doing all the time especially now like the way we use social media so people like will be scrolling on social media or you know googling going around the website going around websites looking at things you know like they're seeing so much really rapidly and so they basically have to make really snap decisions about Mm -hmm. whether something's relevant to them or not and so your branding is your sort of first opportunity to let people know that your business is relevant to them and your business you know is what they need so it's really about attracting the right customers and also potentially repelling the wrong ones Um, so, you know, it's another way of sort of letting certain people know that your business isn't for them. Um, so, yeah. So I think in that sense, it is a really important tool because it's often people's first point of contact with your business.
0: Yeah, that's so true. Um, I don't know if you've ever found that, like, if you go on Google and you type something in um, I find it a lot with coaches actually and I'll type in a type of coach and the top one will be someone who's absolutely like smashing their SEO and then I click on it and instantly I'm like oh no yeah. I can tell straight away that this is not the type of coach that I would want to work with and so they've done all that work on their SEO and not updated their like brand or their website or mm. um, yeah and then instantly you're just you can be put off by it
1: yeah and to be you know like sometimes that works well because um it might be that you're not their target audience yeah. and then that means their branding's done the job it's yeah. like it re- made you realize that they're not the right fit for you but sometimes it can it can cause problems if if your branding doesn't accurately reflect who you are and what you yeah. do because then you're potentially losing customers who are making a judgment and being like oh this doesn't look right for me even though they might be your ideal customer
0: yeah, that is so true, and um, definitely. Do you think that branding and marketing work together? Um,
1: yeah, absolutely. Like, <laughs> as in, I don't think you can really have well, you can't have one without the other. I think they're yeah. totally linked. Um, there's actually like a really great quote that I shared on Instagram a while ago, and it's by I can't say his name. It's by a guy called Von R. Glitschka, I think. But it okay. basically says um, marketing without design is lifeless and design without marketing is mute. So I think yes. that's a really good like quote for showing you how the two are interlinked. You know, like if you if you have your marketing and no branding and no design, it's just, it's gonna fall flat. But if you have design without marketing, then like how are you gonna get your message out to people? You know, so you kind of have, the two go completely hand in hand and branding is effectively a marketing tool. It's like mm-hmm. one of your marketing tools um yeah so you can't have one without the other
0: yeah and sometimes you're like like spend loads of time on your branding have an amazing brand and then expect people to find you because you've redone your brand and actually it's like no tell us about it you need Mm. to be shouting about what you do and um, who your audience is and tell us about your new brand and why we would want to even look in the first place
1: and I think that's like another reason why having branding that you feel confident is is so important because um if you if you feel embarrassed by it or you don't like it or you don't feel like it reflects you and your business properly it's a lot harder to then shout about it and direct everybody to like your website or you know it maybe it basically causes like a barrier for you you don't want to sort of share about it which ultimately is going to like not not result in sales or yeah. clients so I think that is why it's something that's really important to work out
0: yeah definitely because there are enough things to make a business owner not feel confident so if you're adding like branding on top of that they're not confident about it then it's just another thing to kind of put them down and stop them from being visible and stop mm. them from sharing um getting the message out there yeah yeah um so what do you think are the ways that you could improve the design of your social media so for any like for a small business who's who is feeling a bit embarrassed about the way maybe their Instagram page is looking um. yeah how can they improve that um
1: I think one thing that everybody could do is to sort of start being more critical of other, of design that they see. And I say critical, not in a negative way, not in a like, oh, that's rubbish kind Mm. of way, more in a, you know, design is subjective, right? So what I love, you're not necessarily going to love, you know, everyone's got different tastes, but I think we're not always that good at knowing why we like something or why we don't like something. So I think if you can practice, having that sort of like critical eye when it comes to design, then it's going to help you to know what you like and what you might want to like implement in your business. Again, not in a copying way, but in a kind of, oh, I really prefer, you know, brands that are muted and calm or, you know, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Seeing like what it is that you like um, and then applying that to what you create. I think another tip is to keep things simple. I think, Better to have, like, you don't want to have branding that's sort of jarring for people, and that is almost like uncomfortable for them to look at. If that makes yeah. sense, because it's not looking cohesive or it's not working well together. And I think one of the best ways to make sure that that doesn't happen is to keep things simple. It might mean that your branding isn't the most sort of inspiring or exciting out there, but uh, you know, it, it, you've probably got a better chance of like communicating clearly and successfully. Um, that way I think another way that a lot of people can improve like does design for social media especially is to think about um accessibility and Mm -hmm. communicating clearly so you know things like there's really helpful websites that check color contrasts you know basically if you want to you want to communicate your message as clearly and as quickly as possible if you create a design that is a stumbling block for people like they have to work harder to get your message Mm -hmm. either because you've made the type too small or the colors there isn't enough contrast and it's really hard to read the text a lot of it is about is it easy to read when it comes to like design choices so I think just doing a bit of research and getting like uh, you know getting a bit of information on sort of like best practice when it comes to design just so that you're not losing people right from the start by making your text impossible to read. (laughs) Um, I think those are like a few things. Another thing to consider is, and everyone talks about this, it's become a bit annoying, but like consistency. Mm. So like things like just, you know, picking a color palette and sticking with it, you know, picking a couple of fonts and only using those because that's how people build up familiarity with your branding is by seeing the same things the same visual cues over and over again and you know if you think of the really big companies you know like i could show you a snippet of red and you would immediately know that that's like coca cola you know yeah. without without having seen anything else of their branding obviously i don't think small small business owners <laughs> are, are aiming for that but you want the people in your sphere, like the people who consume your content regularly to know really quickly that something's from you because again, they're making decisions about whether something is um, relevant to them. Yeah. So if, they, if they're if they used to seeing your content and they like it and then they see an email pop up and it's got your branding at the top and they're like, oh yeah, this is an email from Hannah. Great, I'm going to read it. Yeah. Whereas if, they, if it comes in and they've got no idea who it's from, they might just move on to something else so yeah I think that's another important one
0: do you think you have that for yours what would your colors be
1: my colors oh so oh I couldn't tell you like the hex codes off the top of
0: my head I I have (laughs) British racing green
1: (laughs) yeah green (laughs) is one of mine so I've got a dark green and then I like a mid-tone green and then I've got a light pink and I've got a cream and then I've got like a blue that I use for like little pops of color places. So, yeah, I, one of the things that I really like about Canva, if people use Canva, is that if you've got the paid version, they have like a brand kit. Mm. And so you basically input all of your colors into there and your fonts. And it just means that they're right there, easy, accessible for you at the top of everything. Um, so you don't have to keep sort of plugging in the hex codes. Um so that's a that's a really helpful tool for keeping things consistent.
0: That's really good. Do you think people can use Canva and make it look individual to them? Because I do see a lot of people using. Sometimes you see a template and instantly you go, "Ah, oh, that's a Canva template," and that which is fine, obviously. But um, yeah, I do think you want it to feel authentic for your business. Do you think mm. you can do that with Canva? I think you can. I think. I think this
1: is one of my bugbears at the moment that everything on Instagram is starting to look really the same. Mm. Um, and that is quite frustrating. But Canva is a brilliant tool for small business owners who can't outsource all their design. Um, I think one of the key ways that you can make it make it more authentic or more um, like fit with your branding is to have like your colors and your fonts. Um, so that you basically change, all of the templates are editable, right? So you find mm-hmm. a template that has the sort of bare, the core bare bones of what you need, but then you make sure you change it to your colors, your um, your fonts, you know, make, you add your logo to it. Maybe you um, have some like graphic elements that you always use and you add those to it. And then that that is saving you time because you haven't had to design something from scratch, but it's also making it, look a bit different from everybody else's. Another thing that I think is really good to do and that maybe people don't have the confidence to do, but actually you can make your own templates in Canva. So yeah, that's so actually cute. spend a little bit of time. Um and you know think, okay, well, I like to share quotes inspirational quotes on Instagram. So I'm gonna make a template um that is just mine and I'll just use it over and over again so again you're still saving yourself time because you're yeah. using the same template but it's not it's not going to look like everybody else's quote template because you've made it from scratch I did it I have got it's not on sale at the moment but it will be in the new year but I have got um a Canva workshop that I did which was basically it's just like an hour long basically showing people how they can do it themselves if they want to that's cool um but yeah there's I mean yeah I think Canva doesn't make you a graphic designer but it is a really helpful tool for small business owners for sure.
0: Yeah and I guess that you save time anyway if you already know um, your brand colors and the fonts that you're going to use and like you say especially if you've got the brand kit part of Canva then you're saving yourself time because I think some people go into Canva and they're like oh what color should I use and Mm. even that is a way to like I was going to say procrastinate but there's just too much choice there yeah. isn't there and like having your own brand narrows down the choice of what you're going to use which is a good thing
1: yeah absolutely business. and I think like one of the things I always say is like branding is actually a huge like time-saving tool mm-hmm. for a business because um I read I think I read it, the stat was that we make 35,000 decisions a day they oh. so like and you know it's t- decision fatigue is totally a thing like I mm. get to a point where if my husband asks me a question I'm like I'm really sorry <laughs> like, I can't answer any more questions <laughs> yeah. my brain can't like make any decisions <laughs> right now but um if you've already made the decisions so it's like you know um Steve Jobs used to wear there's like all the memes yes. of him he used to wear the same outfit and ultimately he was just removing decisions from his day so that he could yeah. actually focus on the things that important to him he didn't have to decide what to wear because he knew that every day he was going to wear a pair of blue jeans and a black t-shirt branding yeah. is like that it's like the uniform for your business you don't have to think about what color you're going to use because mm-hmm. you already decided that ages ago and like if ideally you've decided that with some strategy behind it so yeah. you know like how you want people to feel when they interact with your business you know like what are your goals for your business you know that branding ideally should be built on those foundations, but by having it all in place and doing that work um, and that this is all kind of the sort of stuff that we work through in the design your own branding course I mentioned before then you've made those decisions and you don't yeah. have to keep making them every day and I think if you are going onto to Canva every day and picking different colors and different fonts it is going to take you hours because there are yeah. thousands of options yeah. on there um, it's, it's like really overwhelming yeah, yeah. 100%
0: and I think it goes the same for social media as well like if you're sitting down so I work with a lot of businesses and they sit down every morning and they think oh what am I going to post today and I'm like how you can't expect yourself to just somehow have a creative inspiration every morning Mm -hmm. but I post every day because At some point, probably the beginning of the month, I've sat down and I've wrote out the post for this week or this Mm. month. So I don't have to make that decision every day. The only decision I have to make is which one I'm going to choose to post. I don't have to write it. So you can take away that decision making process in like loads of different parts of your business as well
1: absolutely definitely and I think you know that that's why why a lot of people I'm not very good at this I have to be honest but batch creating content yeah um really helps with consistency Mm. um and also yeah means that you've got a bank of Content all ready to go, and you're not having to make a decision. Like you say, it, it's so hard to sum up the creativity for a post every
0: morning. <laughs> yeah. Uh, before a cup of tea as well, I just couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, can you tell us about your podcast as well? So, how long have you been doing your podcast?
1: So, I think it's about 10 months. I think it start, it start, I started it in February, um, mm. the first episode came out. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. So I've got a podcast called Building Your Brand and it's basically about brand- branding and marketing aimed at small businesses and just like another way of supporting people who might not be in like the situation where they can invest in branding or marketing or, you know, all that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that is that is sort of what it's about. I, I guess I started it because I just love trying new things. Yeah. I love I love experimenting in my business and trying new things, and this was sort of like a marketing tool that I'd never used, and but that appealed to me because mm. uh, I like chatting to people, yes. um, <laughs> which is like probably what yeah most podcasters why they start. Um, but also, um, I like never. I've never. I've always aspired to be a good blogger, but I've never done that well with it. So I thought this might be a slightly like better for my personality or what I enjoyed doing way of marketing. Um, yeah. And and I have loved it. You know, like it was, yeah. I kind of went into it thinking, oh, I'll give it a go. You mm-hmm. know, if I don't enjoy it, then I won't keep doing it. But I have absolutely loved it. And so now I'm on like a mission to make sure that I can keep doing it for a really long time.
0: Oh, that's um, so good.
1: Yeah. It's really that's fun.
0: Really, I really wow. like that about it, like it being the way that fits your personality as well. Because mm. if it did feel like a point where so many people are starting blogs and like not everyone's obviously hit off and then everyone becomes like blogger famous and stuff like that. So yeah, it's such a good way of being able to talk to people in a way that suits you. Yeah. I mean, I still
1: think blogging is good and I really oh, still have aspirations you know like especially for like seo and you know some people prefer to consume content like that and i think but one of the things that i like is that when you create like a long form bit of content like a podcast episode or a blog post Mm -hmm. you can then like repurpose that in so many different ways yeah so i've recently started like transcribing um like my podcast episodes with the intention that I'll be able to like turn them into blog posts and you know Instagram posts newsletters all that kind of thing um I think there's definitely something in making like our content work harder for us I haven't haven't been good at that in the past
0: (laughs) (laughs) I do that as well um not for the interview episodes but for the ones that I do on my own I'll Mm. transcribe them and then put them up on on my blog on my website as well and then say you have a post say you have a blog which is where you've spoken even for like 10 minutes there's so many social media posts within that yeah that you can use and when I'd like interview people as well as they're saying I'm thinking yeah that's a quote (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah.
1: that's really good yeah
0: yeah it's a good thing to do so who's been your favorite guest so far (laughs) (laughs) this is such a cruel
1: question I feel like I feel like it's asking which is my favorite child (laughs) Um, okay (laughs) let me think so I honestly have really loved all of my guests because I am quite like picky about you know like I choose who I want to chat to yeah um but there are a couple that stand out so one of them I mentioned her before but I interviewed um, she's because she's like um, we haven't actually met in real life yet, but I feel like she's one of my best friends. But Manex oh. Stewart, so she is like I have learned a lot about marketing from her, yeah. and we did an episode all about email marketing, and I just learned so much from it, even though I'd done marketing with her before. But um, and I had, like that's one of the episodes that I've had so many messages from people being like, oh, I listened to this episode and I implemented this, and I'm doing, yeah. you know, like it had just so much like actionable you know this is what try this do this and people have found it really helpful and then another one because I couldn't pick just one was I interviewed um a guy called Dave Linton who runs a company called Madlug and I just love what the I don't know if you've heard of them but I love what the business is about they basically do like a one-for-one bag thing so you buy a bag and then they give a bag to someone a child in care so um it all started because he found out that when kids are moved around in care all of their possessions just get put in a black bin bag oh. and they're expected to like you know take them around with them like that and it just yeah. had like no dignity like no value and he wanted to like those kids to know that they had value and worth and so yeah so basically they get a really beautiful new bag to carry their possessions in um and I just yeah I mean it was a really like it was quite an emotional one for me just like hearing his stories but it yeah. was really it was a really powerful episode and I really love their business so that was a good one
0: that's amazing it's so nice when you can connect with someone like that isn't it and they really mm. believe in what they're doing and then you believe in it too yeah as well and yeah. um, I love that email marketing episode that you did and i loved your the one with studio cotton
1: yes that um, was that was that another was one high up my list that was yeah. all about blogging and yeah. yeah she she um amy is i have learned so much from her she's like yeah. really that's another top helpful like listen with a notebook sort of one
0: definitely yeah and she does those q a's doesn't she mm. i think on a thursday yeah today, yeah, today. Um, <laughs> yeah and they're so useful i like always find myself forwarding them to some like businesses that i know because i'm like mm. read this you need to have a look at this one
1: she shares so much helpful content like one of yeah one of the key people online i would say yeah. that all small business owners should follow
0: yeah really generous <laughs> Um, do you think your podcast helped you grow your business this year?
1: Yeah, definitely. I think I think um, it's really hard. Like, I haven't got cold hard stats, um, but I have. Definitely in terms of like engagement, I've definitely had inquiries off the back of the podcast. I've had like um, you know, lots of people sharing it, really lovely messages from people being like, Oh, this has been really helpful, you know, this is what I've done. Um, so I think that it's definitely helped me grow my business. Um, I mean, I'm kind of still at the stage where I'm just doing it because I love it, but I yeah. am definitely starting to see. Um, you know like just even the number of people listening is like going up and all that kind of thing so um, yeah I think it definitely has helped grow my business but like I say I couldn't give you sort of like any sort of like figures that prove that but my general sense of like how it's helped my business has been really positive
0: that's good and if you still enjoy it then yeah keep doing it yeah Yeah, definitely Definitely. and so I think I mentioned earlier that this is so it's the 9th of December today so this is my going to be my final podcast of the year um the end of season two which is exciting that is Um, exciting it is so I thought maybe we could do like a little reflection together about this year so I know you said obviously your podcast started 10 months ago um but what else has changed for your business this year
1: so yeah the podcast has been a big one Um, I think the other big one was the design your own branding course so like I launched the gift course last year but that was a self-paced you know you, you do it yourself kind of course so this was the first time that I was doing something where I was sort of like live guiding students through something. And it was like, it was a really scary thing to do. I I was having coaching at the time, before sort of in the lead up to launching it, which I'm so thankful for because she yeah. like totally helped me through because it, it was, <laughs> it was such a big thing and such a new thing. It like r- did really scare me. I remember having like waking up at three o'clock in the morning once, being like, "I can't do it. I'm just going to cancel- <laughs> I can- I'm gonna have to cancel the whole thing." But I'm so glad I did do it because it has been one of, like, one of the best experiences. And I think the thing that has been really amazing is that you go into something like this with a goal of what you want your students to get out of it. But Mm -hmm. it's hard to know whether that is actually, you know, especially if you're doing it for the first time, it's hard to know if that's actually going to happen. But, um, the testimonials that I got off the students have just been just really encouraging you know they've come out of it saying that they just feel so much more confident in in their branding you know like that it's basically doing what I wanted it to do which feels really nice and has given me loads of confidence now for running it again because I know that it can have the results that I intended so that I think that's been huge for me I think you know it I had to sort of step back from doing one-to-one work for quite a while to do the course um, because it's quite a big course Mm -hmm. and so I sort of like took a hit income-wise to do it but knowing that my plan was to run it again so it would like pay off down the line so that was sort of a hard decision but it felt like the right decision um but yeah, so, I, so I'm so i really, really looking forward to running it again in January. Um, but those are the two sort of big things that when I think back on the year, I'm like, oh, yeah, that was like, those are the two sort of really successful things that have happened this year that I feel really good about. And I think, you know, and success, like, how do you design, define yeah. success, right? Because they, neither of them have brought me loads of money, no. which is what most people usually determine success by. But they've been hugely fulfilling and I've Mm. really enjoyed them and so in my head I'm like this is me building the business that I want that like works for me so that feels like a huge success to me.
0: Yeah I know exactly what you mean because like when obviously when we were in lockdown um, I feel like I worked so much and it was a good year um like business wise but then this year I almost just wanted to have some time off and um Mm. I know Alice Benham has been on your podcast well, hasn't she and she has August off I think Mm. a whole month and um yeah I was like oh I want to do that for December I mean obviously I haven't done
1: yeah my goal (laughs) Um, (laughs) is to have August and December off and I spectacularly failed this year and didn't have either off. but I feel like mentally I'm I'm working out what it is I actually need to do to make that happen but that is definitely my goal for the future is to have August and December off.
0: Oh that is such goals isn't it like that would be so good yeah I love that and so you didn't have that time off is there (laughs) anything else that hasn't quite gone to plan?
1: (laughs) Yeah that I mean that spectacularly did not go to plan Um, (laughs) but it's still a goal of mine that I'm going to keep working towards and I think you know I Um, my working situation like changed because of COVID in Mm -hmm. that my husband was at home. And so, you know, like I have been juggling my business around two small kids. And so it meant I had more time to work. And so it actually feels like in the last two years, I've actually been able to grow my business and fo- give it more focus yeah. so I think I feel like I'm still although I've been doing it for a lot longer than two years it feels like I've only been doing it for two years in some aspects yeah and so I feel like I'm learning what it is I'm going to need to do you know even things like how much am I going to need to earn each month to make it feasible for me to take off those two yeah um, all that kind of thing um Yeah, so that didn't go to plan, but it's still a goal for next year. Um, I think like another thing, so I do, I really enjoy experimenting in my business and I really enjoy trying new things. I tried a new thing at the end of last year, kind of beginning of (laughs) this year, which was, um, it kind of links into what we were talking about before. It was called the Logo Boutique. And so it was, it was semi-customizable logos, but they would only be sold once. So you'd get a completely unique logo but I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Like they're still there and people can still buy them, but I, I, yeah, it hasn't worked how I thought it was going to. And I also haven't felt that excited about promoting it. So I haven't really promoted it. So that's quite interesting, you know, in terms of, oh, is this the right fit for me? I think, I still think it's a really good idea in that I think you know for some people if they go on there and they find a logo that feels really good for them that's like a great option yeah um to get sort of branding that's been designed by a designer but on a budget but I think unless there's like it's very like if the chances of you finding something that'll be perfect are quite slim because there's only like yeah. say 10 on there so yeah I need to rethink that one or maybe just park it um but that was something that didn't really <laughs> happen I mean, mainly because I I launched it and then never mentioned it again, which is like, <laughs> not the best way to go.
0: No, that's not um not a marketing tip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Definitely not. So, where would do you want to take your business next year? I think do you have any goals. Yeah, I
1: mean, I have I have quite a few goals. I think. To be honest, it's mainly more of the same, but like mm. growing it. So I'd love to um, teach more students. Um, so like, have yeah, I'm I'm planning to do a couple of rounds of the design your own branding. So I'd love to get more students onto that. I, I am limiting it because I want to be able to give people the support that they need. But I'd love to sort of get yeah, get it up to a few more um I really want to grow the podcast like like I said yeah. I absolutely love the podcast so I started doing like advertising slots in them so I started off I started off doing like a pay what you can for small businesses but I'd love to sort of get a bit more financial backing for the podcast not because I want to earn money from it but more because I just want it to make it sustainable like yeah I did I didn't realize how much work went into podcasting <laughs> there is so much behind the scenes that goes into it um and again like I I love doing it so I'm gonna keep doing it but it's just fine I'd love yeah I'd love to grow that basically and 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 have more sponsors to make it happen um and then yeah so like just I've got you know income goals I definitely want to take August and December off next year sort of you know make sure that I've got more space for creativity and um, trying new things I'm like I'm yeah I'm all for like trying new things you know next year I'm speaking at a like a a summit about branding for podcasting so I'm doing a talk, talk for that it's like pre-recorded, but it's, yeah. um yeah, like, there's, like there'll be lots of talks about podcasting, which should be fun. And like, that's something that I've never really done before. So I'm just sort of trying new things and seeing what works and what doesn't. And I find just that having that attitude um, just makes me feel so much better about my business because if something doesn't work then I can just be like okay that didn't work why not what can I learn from it that's okay it doesn't mean anything bad it just means that wasn't like the right fit for me yeah um and and then you know and then find things that are the right fit for me and pursue those
0: yeah definitely and when you give yourself the space and the time to experiment sometimes you land on something that you would have never even thought of before because you know you're too busy with like one-to-one work or just busy with general work. And I found mm. that this year as well that um I've tried new things. They've always come when I'm on a dog walk, like suddenly like a little epiphany, nice. <laughs> like yeah. a speech, bubble appears. Um yeah. And I just think it's so nice to experiment in your business, isn't it? I think like
1: that's so interesting about the dog walk because I've definitely I think I wrote a newsletter about this. Like actually I don't think we're that good at making space for creativity and like you almost need your brain to be able to like rest and shut down and I think that's often why you know I find like if I'm on a long car journey that's when a lot of ideas where you can't really do anything else but sort of think and like that's why dog walks and yeah going for walks can be so good for your creativity and I definitely need to be more intentional with that but I love that that's where you get your ideas
0: oh and long journeys as well yeah because I'm not from Barry originally I'm from Bedfordshire so when I drive home it's like three and a half hours and I'm always like Siri make a note about this yeah <laughs> and it will be because I've heard something on another podcast and I think mm. oh that's such a good idea I need to write that down like straight away yeah yeah <laughs> That's such a good idea
1: to ask Siri to make a note about it.
0: I, yeah. I'm always like, I'll remember
1: this. And then I forget.
0: <laughs> you never do.
1: <laughs> but yeah. How about you? What, um, like, what are your goals for next year? Am I allowed to ask you a question?
0: No, I, didn't, I don't have an answer prepared. <laughs> um, I am launching a course. So I've launched it, but it starts in January. So I'm, it's called Be Your Own Social Media Manager. So oh, nice. it's kind of like yours but for social media social media yeah and I kind of noticed that a lot of the businesses I work with they want a social media manager but they don't want to pay the monthly cost and Mm. it's not cheap to hire because it's a lot of work so Mm. um but I've taught myself everything I know about social media so I feel like that means anyone else could learn it as well um so yes four week course and they learn how to be their own social media manager. So not to become a social media manager, they just learn how to do it professionally, but for their business. So Mm. yeah, I'm excited about that. Um, And I have another, it's kind of like a mini course thing. It's called the best 90 days ever. um, And it's a daily prompt. I get. love
1: the sound of that. Yeah, it's amazing. so
0: cute. And that is one of the things that came on a dog walk. Um and actually ironically, I had something else I wanted I wanted to record um a newsletter thing that I do and it had been on my to-do list for like months and months. And eventually I was like I'm just going to take it off my to-do list um because I'm not doing it. So let's just stop mm. bothering myself with it. And literally like probably the next day the idea for the best 90 days ever came and it was almost because I gave myself that space to not think about recording the other course Mm. this course like popped up in my head um yeah so that starts again on the 1st of January as well um and then next year I don't know really I want to carry on with the podcast um and just do more of what this year has looked like the same as you really yeah
1: just grow it yeah yeah that's really nice I think that's really nice though when you like you found your thing and you're really enjoying it and so actually you just want to you know keep doing more of it more effectively basically yeah I think that's really interesting what you said about um taking that thing off your to-do list because sometimes you know like saying no to something means that you have the space and the mental energy to say something yes say yes to something better and that's like more aligned that's like a great lesson
0: (laughs) a hundred percent I don't know if you've ever found that sometimes maybe a client will approach you and you just get a feeling that Mm. it's not the right fit for whatever reason it might be um but then you're worried if like if you say no will something else replace it and it always does yeah and something that is a much better fit for both of you as well
1: mm. yeah I definitely experienced that loads of times
0: yeah oh, thank you so much um oh. this podcast I'm really keen to now go and design some graphics <laughs> for my social media um, but where can we find you online and where can we find out more about your new course
1: Sure. So you can find me online at lizmosley.net. Um, and on Instagram, I'm at Liz M. Mosley. Um, and then to find out more about the course, if you go to lizmosley.net slash design dash your dash own dash branding. <laughs>
0: I'll put um, the link in the Yeah. Show.
1: <laughs> I mean, just go to the website and you'll be able to find all the things and you can yeah. find my podcast there. Um, yeah I mean everything's on the website I shouldn't have uh, gone through the whole (laughs) (laughs) little detail but um yeah you'll be able to find it all and yeah if you can always send me a message on Instagram if you've got any questions um yeah (laughs)
0: amazing thank you so much
1: thanks for having me it's been really fun
0: Thank you so much for that conversation Liz and thank you for sharing your reflections for this year. I'm so excited to go into 2022 and I can't wait to see what everyone gets up to. Thank you so much for listening and supporting this podcast. Speak soon. Bye.